This is Froggy's Halloween Mega Monster Mix. Over the years, we've enjoyed a lot of Froggy and Bubby the Bear Halloween stories. So we decided to put them all together on one track for you, for your Halloween enjoyment. So here we go. This is the story of Froggy the Halloween Special. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Bling! Let's begin now. It was a dark and windy and spooky October night. And Froggy knew that it was getting close to the night of Halloween. He'd been listening a lot to his favorite Halloween CD, which was Jack Perlutsky's It's Halloween, with the favorite song that goes a little something like this. It's Halloween, it's Halloween, the moon is full and bright, and we shall see what can't be seen on any other night. If you want to hear the rest, you can look it up. It's a great song. Anyways... Froggy had been listening to that a lot because he was really getting in the zone for Halloween this year. He had gotten all the decorations out extra early and he hung a big spider web in the front yard and he had made some ghosts with old pillowcases that were out in the front yard. He even had a, um, a scarecrow sitting on the porch that was kind of like a friendly scarecrow that was greeting people. He had put bats, little paper bats in the windows. He had little gravestones with funny slogans and sayings sitting out on his lawn. The house looked fantastic. And, you know, he had carved his pumpkin earlier, and that was all lit up as a jack-o'-lantern. Well, it was like only two days till Halloween, so his pumpkin wasn't going to go rotten. And he carved... The coolest pumpkin. It was of um, Kermit the Frog with like sharp teeth. So it was like kind of Halloween-ish, you know. And his father was like, mm, fine skills you're developing there as a pumpkin carver, me boy. And Froggy was like, thank you, father. I've been working on it and prepping for it all year long. But there was one thing that Froggy still wasn't sure about. Yes, his costume. What on earth was he going to be for Halloween? He thought of a lot of things. He thought about being an inflatable T-Rex, but he was like, ah, a lot of my friends at school are already going to be that, and I kind of want to be something different. He had... He thought about being a few characters from Jurassic Park, John Hammond, Dennis Nedry, Alan Grant, a lot of his favorite characters. But he was like, I've done a lot of dino theme stuff in the past. I'm looking for something new. He thought about being Count Chocula. He thought about being, um, yeah, a male unicorn. He thought about being a saber-toothed tiger. He thought about being a male man, actually. And he's almost about to do that, but then he was like, nah. So, you know, like a mailman who delivers the mail? Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he, he was gonna be a mailman, but then he decided that he, when he knocked on someone's door for trick-or-treat, they would have just said, hey, you're not a kid, where's my mail? I'm not... <laughs> where's all my letters, dude? And Froggy would be like... I don't have letters. This is candy. And they would take his bag and say, I know that's my mail. And then he would lose all his candy. So he didn't want to do that. <laughs> so he kept going down the list. What, what, what should I be? Should I be a big wave surfer? Yes. And he was like, well, I don't really need to be a big wave surfer from Halloween because I actually am a big wave surfer. Oh, yeah. Remember when me and Daniel Tiger shredded waves at Mavericks? <laughs> If you if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Ha ha! Yeah, we all remember that one. That was great. Um, so what else could I be? He thought about being 
um, Indiana Jones, but he was like, ooh, too scary. He thought about being someone from Star Wars, like Skywalker or Vader. And he was like, a lot of people do that. We have a friend asking about being a pillowcase. He actually did not even think about being a pillowcase. Can you believe it? Um, He thought about being his favorite football team player, a player from his favorite football team. But he didn't have a helmet. So he's like, "Ah, he can't be a football player. Yeah, he thought about being Bubby, but then he knew that Bubby would try and like befriend him and take him back to bear country and be like oh you gotta meet the family come on and he's like ah i don't really want to go all the way to bear country right now and so he thought and he thought and he thought and the days went by until it was halloween day and he still had no costume he had all the decorations and on that day Something strange happened, as it always does on Halloween. He heard something funny outside his window. It sounded like this. And he was like, oh, what's that? It's too scary. And he closed the blinds so no one could see in the window. But the laughing got louder. And he was like, ah, ah, Mom! Mom! What's that noise? And that's when outside his window he heard his mom's voice going, <laughs> Froggy! It's me! Your mom! <laughs> and he was like, he opened the window and there she was, all dressed up like a witch. And he was like, Mom! I thought you were a real witch! You really wigged me out. And she was like, Oh, Froggy, it's just a trick or treat trick for you! And Froggy was like, oh, well, Mom, you freaked me out. And she's like, come on, Froggy, get on your costume. Look at my witch costume. It's classic. And Froggy was like, it is a fine costume. And so he hopped out the window to uh, check out his mom's costume. But then at that moment, another strange and spooky noise appeared. And it sounded like this. Boom. Boom. And the drink that was in Froggy's hand started to ripple with every footstep. Boom. 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 And it was rippling. And Froggy was like, you see what that is? That's an impact tremor. I'm fairly alarmed here, Mom. And his mom was like, Froggy! Ah, it's a dinosaur! And he turned around and a big inflatable dinosaur was coming right at him. And he said, roar, my good man, roar. Froggy, I really spooked you there with my heavy footsteps, didn't I? (laughs) Happy Halloween, son. Get your costume on. Look at my cool inflatable T-Rex costume. And Froggy was like, ah, I should have been an inflatable T-Rex. That is so cool, dad. And Froggy was like, dad, I still don't know what to be. And Froggy's dad was like, oh, let me tell you a story when I, when I was a young man and I couldn't decide what to be. And Froggy's like, ah, I don't have time for the stories. Hang on. I'll be right back. And he ran off down the street. And as he was running down the street, another strange and spooky noise appeared. And the noise sounded like this. And he turned around and a white billowing ghost was chasing him. And he went, ah! And he started to run. But the ghost was getting closer. And the ghost tackled him. And Froggy went, ah! And he was like, hey, this isn't no ghost. And he pulled the sheet off of it. And he was like, hey, Froggy, it's me, Bucky. I really spooked you, didn't I? (laughs) Why don't you got your costume on, man? It's almost time for trick-or-treat. And Froggy's like, I don't have a costume, Bucky. You did fool me, though. And Bucky was like, oh, I've got some great ideas. You could be a log or a beaver's dam. And Froggy's like, "Uh, great ideas, Buck. Uh, I think I'll keep thinking, though. And Bucky was like, okay, well, be sure to meet me. Uh, down at the corner for some trick-or-treating at, at 6 o'clock tonight. 
Frog was like, I'll be there. I'll be there. At the corner, like, of the street where those two lived. So Froggy ran down to the local department store. And that's when he saw it. Oh, it was the most awesome costume he had ever, ever seen. A pumpkin? No. It was a big, black, rubbery, with a long cape, Batman suit. And he was like, oh, I gotta get that Batman suit. That thing is straight up epic fly. And he went up to the storekeeper and he put his all his money on the table. And all the coins were rolling all around. He's like, storekeeper, I want the Batman suit. And the storekeeper was like, if you want the Batman suit, son, you're going to have to pay a lot more than this. That's a $150 Batman suit. Official. And Froggy was like, oh, dude, well, how much do I have here? The storekeeper counted it all up. You got about $3.77. No deal. And Froggy was like, no deal. Oh, it's almost Halloween night. What am I going to do? And then all of a sudden he heard an old familiar voice from behind him. Son, were you looking to purchase a Batman suit? And Froggy was like, yeah, well, I don't have enough money. And look at that suit is so cool. And he turned around and he he looked at the guy in the face as the guy said, I think I know where you could get a really cool Batman suit. And it was Alfred, his old friend Alfred from so many stories ago. And he said, Alfred, dude. And Alfred said, come on, son, to the Batcave. And they dashed off to the Batcave. And there was the real Batman in the real Batcave. And Batman was like, do you need a suit for tonight, son? (laughs) Take this. And he flipped him an official Batman suit. Not just like a phony one from the store that Froggy was trying to get. This one was real deal. And it was perfectly fitted for a little short frog. And Froggy tried it on and he was like... Oh, Batman, Alfred, this thing is so righteous. Do you mind if I use it? And he's like, yeah, man, take all the time you need. Just bring it back when you're done. And Froggy was like, thank you, Bat. Thank you, Alfred. And Alfred was like, it's my pleasure. Enjoy the suit and I hope you get a lot of loot tonight. And Froggy was like, oh, yeah, I'll be getting some loot. And then Froggy was like, well, see you guys later. And he jumped into the Batmobile and started to drive it away. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> you can have the Bat suit, but you're not taking the Batmobile till you're 16. And he's like, ah, blast. <laughs> Thought I could get away with one. And then he was like, could I take the Bat plane? No. The Bat copter? No. Uh, fine. The Bat tank? No. The Bat submarine? No. The Bat hang glider? No. The Bat bicycle? Sure, you can take the bat bicycle. Ha! Awesome! So he hopped onto the bat bicycle and he started riding it and he rang the little bell. And off he went down to the corner, skidded into the corner. And there was all his buddies, all his neighborhood pals were there. Iggy, Bucky, um, his sister, Beatrice was there. Everyone was there. It was so cool. And he's like, guys, check out this suit. And everybody's like, oh, Froggy, that's awesome. Did you get that at the department store? And he's like, nah, man, take a closer look. And they're all like, oh, this is the real bat suit. And he was like, yeah, buddy. And just at that moment, a car full of dangerous robbers pulled up and said, hey, you kids, give me all your candy. And that's when Froggy was like, this is my moment. And he went, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. he started doing all these bat moves on the robbers. And the robbers like, ah, it's Batman. Go, get out of here. And Froggy got onto his little bat communicator. He said, Commissioner Gordon, there's some dangerous criminals going through town. They're in a white uh, Subaru Outback. Hunt them down. And Commissioner Gordon was like, Thanks, Batman. Wait, who is this? And he's like, this is Froggy. <laughs> like, okay, uh, thanks, Froggy, whoever you are. Okay, we're on it. And the police chased down the bad guys. And Froggy and his friends went out, and they had a most excellent Halloween night. 
what what costume thing? Oh, well, he got to keep it all night long, and he even kept it for a couple extra days to show his family and friends, and he just wore it everywhere. He went to school in the bat suit. He went to the store in the bat suit. He even went to soccer practice in the bat suit, and everybody was like, uh, Froggy, are you going to play in that? He's like, of course I'm going to play in this, and he kept trying to make his voice sound low like Batman, and then Batman sent him a little communication on his wristwatch. He's like, Froggy. Do you still have my suit? The frog was like, oh, yeah, I was just on my way to return it. <laughs> and he's like, good. And bring the bat bike as well. And Froggy was like, oh, yeah, I'm on the double. And he returned to the bat suit. It was the best Halloween ever. He never forgot the fun Halloween in the bat suit. He returned the bat bike. And uh, one day when he turned 16, they let him drive the Batmobile even. The end. This is the story of Froggy's Halloween Special 2021. You can read along with me in your book. You will notice time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. <clears throat> so, Froggy woke up in the month of October. <laughs> and you know what happens in October, don't you? Yeah! What? Halloween! Yes, Halloween, and the spooks and the goblins and the ghosts are out. And um, so Froggy felt a little sick he felt ill and he was like mom mom i'm sick i can't go to school and his mom was like oh froggy you're just scared because it's october and you know there'll be spookable ghosts outside and froggy was like i'm sick i can't go to school today i can't leave the house at all and froggy's mom was like well, if you're sick, I'm taking you to the doctor. And so he's like, oh, the doctor, mom, I just wanted to stay home and watch TV. And she's like, well, if you're sick, we're going to the doctor. Now get in the car immediately, if not sooner. Well, I didn't do his mom's voice very good. Get in the car immediately, if not sooner. <clears throat> so off he hopped into the car. <laughs> As usual, the car wouldn't start. Hmm. So they had to walk and walk down through the old forest. And there was no leaves on the trees. And the moon was shining through the old... Yeah, you know how the moon is up in the daytime sometimes? This was one of those days. And Froggy was like, what kind of doctor's office are you taking me to? And his mom was like, the regular one, pediatrician. And Froggy was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, let's go. So off they went. They walked in. And Froggy Froggy was in the waiting room. And all of a sudden they heard his name. Yes, uh, Froggy, uh, Froggy Froggerson. Um, Dr. Venkman is ready to see you. Dr. Venkman? That's not a doctor? That guy, I, I don't even think he has a college degree. And Froggy was like, no, don't take me back there. No, no. And Froggy walked back there, and all of a sudden he turned around, and it was Pete Venkman. Pete Venkman ain't no doctor. He's a Ghostbuster. And Froggy was like, Pete Venkman, what? you're not going to be able to treat my sore throat? And he said, no, I probably won't, but I could bust a few ghosts for you. You got any problems with specters or full vaporous free-floating full torso apparitions in your public library and froggy's like what what are you even talking about he's like i'm talking about ghosts man i'm talking about ghosts do you find yourself spooked when you're in the attic do you find yourself nervous when you're walking down an old forest and froggy's like yes i'm spooked of all those things and vankman said oh then who cares about your sore throat it's the ghosts we need to bust son come on 
And Froggy's mom was like, yeah, let's go. And Froggy's like, no, you guys are crazy. And they both grabbed him under one of his shoulders and carried him off. And they jumped into this crazy white car. It was the Ghostbusters car. And it was all white and it had all these apparatuses and sirens on it. And it had a big Ghostbusters symbol on the hood. And they, they got caught in some traffic. And Froggy was like, ugh. At least we're caught in this traffic. We won't be able to go wherever it is this insane doctor wants me to go. But then that's when Pete Venkman flipped on the siren. And all the cars separated aside. And Pete Venkman was like, here we go, right down the middle. And they blasted right down the highway with no one in front of them. And and, uh, Dr. Venkman was like, now Froggy. Where is it that you said you last saw this ghost? And Froggy's like, I didn't see any ghosts. I said I just get kind of scared sometimes in my attic or basement or in the dark haunted forest. And Froggy's mom was like, I've seen lots of ghosts. I can tell you where they are. And Froggy's like, no, mom, I don't want to see any ghosts. And she said, in the graveyard. Let's go to the graveyard. And Bankman was like, a great place to look for ghosts. Let's go. And they crashed their car right through the graveyard fence. And Froggy was like, guys, this is a super fire bad idea. idea. And Pete Venkman was like, look, man, do you want me to help you bust some ghosts or not? And Froggy was like, no, I don't. I just have a sore throat. That's all. I just wanted to skip school. And Pete Venkman's like, well, son, you got bigger problems than school. You got ghost problems. And Froggy's mom was like, yeah, we got ghost problems. Come on, let me get a proton pack. And Froggy's mom got a big backpack with all this electronic equipment on it and a little uh, kind of blaster thing that would help her capture ghosts. And she was running off. And Froggy was like, mom, you don't even know how to use that. Dr. Venkman, you got to stop her. And Dr. Venkman was like, no, I like her enthusiasm. I think she'd be a great ghostbuster herself. Mrs. Frog, would you like to be a ghostbuster? She said, yes, I've always wanted to be a ghostbuster. I can't wait. And she was hopping from gravestone to gravestone looking for a ghost. Like, little ghost, little ghost, come out and play. Little ghosties, where are you? And all of a sudden she was like, there's one. And she put her laser beam up into this tree. And all of a sudden, this big hoot owl was like, hey, I ain't no ghost. Hoo, hoo. And was trying to fly away and get away from Mama's laser beam. And Mama was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was the owl. What's the owl's name again? Uh, Alfred. Alfred. It was Alfred the owl. Alfred's like, Mrs. Frog, this is an embarrassment. You come into my home and start blasting me with a laser beam. like, oh, I thought you were a ghost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. By the way, Alfred, have you seen any ghosts lately? He said, no, certainly not. And I would appreciate you leaving my graveyard at this minute. And Mrs. Frog was like, not until I bust me a few more ghosts. And she started hopping around and Froggy was like, Dr. Venkman, you've got to stop her. She's out of control. And Dr. Venkman was like, come on, Froggy. You've got a lot to learn about busting ghosts. And they were walking around. And they saw a juice box. And Dr. Venkman said, stop. This is evidence. Go get that juice box. Tell me what it says on it. Froggy creeped up and grabbed it. He said, it says high C. All juice boxes are high C. And Dr. Venkman said, no, they're not. What does it say underneath? And he said, it's high C ecto cooler. Dr. Venkman said, oh, ecto cooler, did you say? Is it green? Is it slimy? Does it have a little ghost on the cover of it? And Froggy was like, yeah, it's still just a juice box. So he said, yeah, a juice box that hasn't been produced in over 20 years. This is evidence that Slimer is here. And Froggy was like, Slimer from the Ghostbusters show? And he's like, yes, and we've got to capture him. So they looked out across the graveyard, and all of a sudden they saw a shadowy figure moving to and fro. I think that's Froggy's mom. And Dr. Venkman said, watch this. <laughs> Shot the laser beam over towards the shadowy figure. And all of a sudden they heard, Wow! And it was Froggy's mom. And Dr. Venkman was like, oh, that was your mom. Sorry, dude. And she's like, ouch, ouch, ouch. My toes are burning. My toes are burning. 
And he's like, I am so sorry. I thought you were a Slimer. And she's like, no, I'm not Slimer. But have you seen him? And he's like, I have evidence. I have his juice box. He said, <laughs> let's work together. You have a juice box. So they creeped around. And they hid behind a gigantic rock. <gasps> a gigantic gravestone. And they, they said, gravestone. I think he's over there. And Froggy was like, how do you know? And Froggy's mom was like, listen. And they listened and they heard. <laughs> and I heard someone sing. Mm, I love these pancakes. <laughs> and Dr. Bing was like, yep, that's him. He loves pancakes. And then Dr. Venkman said, Mommy Frog, you know the plan. And she said, you talking about get him? And Dr. Venkman said, uh-huh. And then they together they counted one, two, three. Get him! And they were blasting their lasers and Slimer was like, and he threw his pancakes into the air and they were all flying everywhere and Froggy was like oh, maple syrup in my eyes and Froggy's mom was like get back here you crazy green ghost and Venkman was like Slimer I'll get you and Froggy was like oh, syrup in my eyes it burns I can't see and he was rolling around on the ground and Froggy's mom was like here, look at me. I'll get the syrup out. And shot the ghost laser in his eyes. And he's like, ah! <laughs> oh, mom, that's not helping. And Venkman was like, get your lasers back on to the Slimer. And all of a sudden, Froggy's mom whipped around. Got Slimer right in the laser beam. And he, she was like, I'm holding him. I'm holding him. Set the trap. And all of a sudden, Pete Venkman slid out a ghost trap and he hit the button. And the ghost trap started pulling Slimer down, down, down into the trap until all you could see was his face and his mouth squeezing through the doorway. And Froggy walked up and stuffed a pancake in his mouth and he went, Oh, thank you. Then the trap closed. Boom. The ghost was nowhere to be seen. And Venkman said, got him, baby. And Froggy was like, how do you know we got him? And and uh, and Venkman was like, look, he's in the trap. And Froggy said, oh, yes. Light is green. Trap is clean. So they walked back to the Ghostbusters mobile. And Froggy said, guys, this is great. This has been so fun. And Froggy's mom was like, yeah, let's go drop Froggy off at home and go bust some more ghosts, Dr. Venkman. And Dr. Venkman was like, well, I got to get back to the office. I'm a doctor, you know. And she's like, okay, well, give me a call next time that you're going to go bust a few ghosts because I'll be ready. And he was like, yeah, you can keep that proton pack. You can, you can, I'll, I'll get you, a, I'll order you up a new jumpsuit even. And she's like, perfect. Make sure it's size medium and get it here by Halloween because I'm going to wear it on Halloween night. And Froggy was like, oh, mom, you silly old mumsby. And she's like, I ain't silly. I'm a Ghostbuster. And then the Ghostbusters music started playing. Ghostbusters. And Froggy... Yeah, Froggy went home that night, and he went to bed, and the next morning he woke up, and his so throat was still sore, and he said, Mom, I think I'm okay to go to school today, and she said, Are you sure you don't want to go back to the doctor's office? And he was like, Uh, I think once was enough for me. I'll see you after school. And after school, they just had to wait a few more days until it was Halloween. Maybe we'll talk about that in Halloween special part two. The end. This is the story of Froggy's Halloween special part two. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. 
Let's begin now. Well, a few days had passed by, and the days had grown a little bit colder, a little bit darker, a little bit shorter, and a little bit spookier. Yes, because it was the night of Halloween, the most bewitching night of the whole year. And Froggy and his friends were all ready for the night of Halloween. And this year on Halloween, his mom was talking with Froggy's dad and she said, Well, I'm going to be walking around with the kids for Halloween this year. I got the most coolest... Costume I've ever had, which is a real genuine Ghostbusters suit. Check it out. It's got my name on it and everything. Froggerson. And Froggy's dad is like, whoa, that suit is quite unbelievable. Where did you get that? And she's like, I got it from the doctor, Dr. Vinkman. And Froggy's dad's like, wait, Dr. Vinkman is our pediatrician? She's like, yeah, he's a great doctor. He's like, he's a doctor of what? Doctor of busting ghosts, as far as I'm concerned. She's like, yeah, what else do you need from a pediatrician? And he's like, oh, good point. All right, well, I'll stay home and pass out the candy. You and the youngsters can go around and make the rounds trick-or-treating. And she was like, great, Froggy, come on down. Little sis, Alyssa, come on down. So Froggy and his sister came down the stairs, and they were both also in Ghostbusters suits. Really? So Froggy's mom, Froggy, Froggy's sister, they're all busting. And they were like, oh, yeah, mom, busting makes me feel good. Let's go. And Froggy's dad was like, hey, next time you're at the pediatrician, ask him about getting me a suit, man. I'm the only one without a suit in this family. And they're like, okay, next time. And meanwhile, Froggy's dad was at home the whole time, kind of coughing into his hand. I think I've got a cold. I think I need to go to the doctor's office. I need a suit like that. And he started calling up the doctor, and then it was closed because it was Halloween night. Oh, blast. I'm stuck at home. No Ghostbusters suit. Passing out all the candy while they have all the fun. So Froggy's mom, Froggy, and Alyssa... They were all making the rounds. They knocked on the first door. Bling! Trick or treat! Oh, what nice costumes. You guys have Ghostbuster costumes. So perfect. That's one of my favorite movies. And they was like that all night long. They were going from house to house. And Mommy was showing off her really cool proton pack. And they're like, oh, that is so realistic. How did you make that? And she's like, oh, I got it from Dr. Pete Vinkman. They're like, oh, Pete Venkman. Hmm. Who, who's he? He's like, oh, that's our pediatrician. Pediatrician. Interesting. And she's like, you should call him up. He's great. Um, so then they made the rounds and they finally got back to their own house. And they're like, hey, let's knock on the door and just do trick or treat on our own house just for fun. Ding dong. And then all of a sudden Froggy's dad saw that it was them. He's like, oh, and I still have no costume. And he quickly threw a sheet out over his head and cut little holes for eyes. And he opened the door and said, Ah, oh, this will be great. I'll be the ghost. And he opened the door and said, Hello! And they're all like, A ghost! And all of a sudden, Mommy Frog pulled out her proton pack and was like, Bust him! And they busted Father Frog. He's like, Hey, what on earth are you doing? It's me, Father Frog! And they're like, it ain't Father Frog. It's an imposter. He's trying to fool us. He's already mutated into human form. Bust him. And then finally, Father Frog went, oh, and fainted. And they're like, take off this sheet and see who it is. Oh, it is Father Frog. Oh, no. And he's, he's fainted. Quick, we need to get a doctor over here. And Mother was like, I know, Dr. Pete Vinkman, I'll call him up. Ring, 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 ring. 
And she said, yes, Dr. Vinkman, come right over. I accidentally ghost busted my husband. Will you come over here and, and help him out? You are a doctor, aren't you? And he's like, yes, yes, I'll be right over. It was playing on the radio in the Ghostbusters car. The Ghostbusters car pulled up. All of a sudden he said, oh, yes, this happens every Halloween. People busting their friends and family because they're dressed like ghosts. That's why I always recommend never dress like a ghost on Halloween. Especially when there's legit Ghostbusters like you Froggersons around here. You guys are doing a fine job. So he said, stand back. <coughs> and he put put out this special device that was uh, playing this sweet melody in Froggy's dad's ear. Melody. And it was the Ghostbusters song in sweet harmony like this. And when there's something strange and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. And it was a recording of Frank Sinatra singing the Ghostbusters song real smoothly with some piano music. And Froggy's dad was like, oh, this music is smooth. And it woke him back up and he wasn't even upset. He was like, oh, yeah. I mean, you did fry me with that proton pack, but at least this sweet music is playing. And, oh, Dr. Venkman, I've been trying to get a hold of you all night. How can I get myself a Ghostbusters suit? And he's like, oh, you're in luck. I've got an extra one right here. He pulled out a Ghostbusters suit and he said, I recommend not dressing like a ghost when you've got such fine Ghostbusters right here in your own family. He's like, oh, yes, that was quite the oversight. Uh, I will never let it happen again now that I've got my own ghost-busting suit. And Pete Venkman was like, well, guys, that's uh, it's been a great Halloween night visiting with you. Hope that the rest of it stays nice and safe, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. <laughs> and away he pulled to go take care of some other families. <coughs> but, yes, he did not leave the music with them. But luckily, Froggy had been taking piano lessons, and he said, Hey, guys, before we sort out our uh, candy, come join me in the living room for a little sing-along. And he started playing the piano, and he started singing. When there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! When there's something weird and it don't look good, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> no, he just sang it himself. And that's how Froggy started his lounge singing career. He would go into hotel lobbies and he would just sing the Ghostbusters song so sweetly and smoothly. And they had a great Halloween night, singing the night away with all the smoothest Halloween hits you've ever heard. The end. This is the story of Froggy's Halloween Special 2022. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. The moon is full and bright. And we shall see what can't be seen on any other night. Skeletons and ghosts and ghouls Grinning goblins fighting duels, werewolves rising from their tombs, witches on their magic brooms. In masks and gowns we haunt the street and knock on doors for trick or treat. Tonight we are the king and queen, for all oh, tonight it's Halloween. Well, that's just a little poem to get you in the mood. Because Froggy was very much in the mood for Halloween. 
and he was ready for trick-or-treating and he was ready for all the fun and games of the season. He was playing on a football team this year. He was making lots of applesauce and apple cider this year. He was going to lots of pumpkin patches this year. Everything was going according to plan. And he had recently chosen what his costume was going to be for this Halloween. It was going to be Little Caesar. So he went to his parents and said, Hey, Mom and Dad, I'm going to be Little Caesar this year. And they were like, Oh, yes, Julius Caesar. A historical figure, I believe, from ancient Greece or Rome or something like that, said his dad. And Frog was like, no, 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 not that Caesar. Little Caesar, you know, pizza, pizza. And his dad was like, oh, yes, a very other important person, especially in my life because I love me some good pizza. And Frog was like, exactly. So I'm going to need an orange robe of some sort. I'm going to need some, like, leaves to wear around my head. And I'm going to need a spear that I can carry pizza around on. And Froggy's dad was like, yeah, let's go into the garage and see what we can rustle up. So they went into the garage and they found a big orange tarp. And they were like, hmm, this is perfect. And they tied it around him. And then they found a big rake, and Froggy's dad was like, just a sec, and he snapped it over his knee. He said, perfect, a spear, it's even got one pointy end. And then uh, they went in the yard, and they snapped a couple twigs off the tree, and they wrapped it around Froggy's head for his little, little Caesar wreath. And then he said, the last thing I need is some pizza to stick through my spear. So he went inside. And his mom was like, just in time, Froggy! I got a hot and ready pizza right here for you! And she pulled it out of the oven, and he was like, oh, Mom, this is awesome! Thanks! And so he stuck the pizza right through his spear, and he started... Well, he he had a real, actual pizza on his spear. No, did it come with the tray so it didn't, like, flop down and all the No, it was just legit pizza, and he was just carrying it around on his spear. (laughs) That way, when he got hungry, he could take a little nibble... (laughs) And so, he was all ready, his parents were taking pics of him, Uh, his little sister got all lined up. She was going out as a kangaroo this year, of course, so she had her costume on, they got tons of pics, and Froggy was like, Mom and Dad, no more pics, we're gonna miss all the trick-or-treating, I can't believe it, we're gonna run out of time just standing here taking pics! And he was getting so fidgety, and his mom was like, Froggy, calm down! I need to get some classic pics for your your scrapbook so we can remember this night for the rest of your life. It's so cute. Oh, it's bringing a tear to my eye. And Froggy's like, oh, Mom, I've got to go. i got to get some candy. She's like, okay, well, be safe. Follow the rules. Look both ways every time you cross the street. Uh, wear highly reflective clothing. Don't eat any candy that's unwrapped. Uh, and, uh, am I forgetting anything, Father? Am I forgetting anything? And Father's like, no, that's, that should cover it. Just be safe. Don't talk to strangers, you know? Don't leave our neighborhood. You know which parts of the neighborhood you should be trick-or-treating in. Say thank you to everyone. And off you go. So, off he went, and he met up with, with Bucky. Um, and he met up with Eddie the Eagle, and he met up with, uh couple of the sea lion children he met up with some other fun folks and they all got together and they were checking out each other's costumes everything was looking so good and they decided okay great let's go knock on somebody's house and start the trick-or-treating so they went up to the first house ding dong and when they opened the door the family opened it up and they said oh Here's some candy for you, little Bucky Beaver. Here's some candy for you, Eddie. Well, everyone shouted trick-or-treat, of course. And they're like, oh, this is so great. You guys all look so great. But then they got to Froggy, and they're like, oh, good. Guys, the pizza man is here. And they said, come on, come on in, pizza man. Oh, good, you brought our pizza. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a trick-or-treater. Can't you see I'm Little Caesar? Like, yes, exactly. We ordered delivery from Little Caesars, and now you're here. Now give me the pizza. And they started grabbing it off of his spear. And he was like, no. No, that's mine. Like, hey, what kind of a business are you running, man? 
You're not even going to give us the pizza. You come all the way to our house just to mock us, to not share the pizza with us. We paid good money for that. We paid online in the pizza portal. And he's like, no, the pizza portal. What are you talking about? I'm Little Caesar. Can't you see? Give me the candy. And they're like, you want candy? Then give us the pizza. And Froggy said, no, I, I'm out of here. And he ran. And they were like, I'm writing a strongly worded review. Bad review. We order pizza and you won't even give it to us. And Froggy was like, let's get out of here, guys. Next house. They went to the next oh, house. They're going to order pizza. Ding dong. And they opened the door. And it was a guy dressed like a medieval knight. And he was like, oh, you guys all look so good. And he started dropping candy in everybody's bags. And Froggy was thinking to himself, good, no trouble this time. And he finally got to Froggy and he said, wait a minute. Are you little Caesar? And Froggy was like, yeah, of course I am. Don't I look sweet? And the guy was like, no, because I'm King Arthur of the Round Table. Round Table's pizza, you might have heard of it. And I do not cooperate with little Caesar. And I challenge you to a duel. Shing! And he drew his sword out of his sheath. And he sheath. drew his spear. And Froggy drew his spear and said, then it will be a duel. And they started clanging spear and sword. Ching, 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 ching. And they were battling. And they battled all the way up the guy's stairs inside his house. Ching, ching, ching. And Froggy was cornered at the top of the stairs. So he leaped off and grabbed the chandelier. And the guy was like, blast it. Come back here, you coward. And Froggy swang back on the chandelier. And he poked him in the helmet with his spear. Ding. But it reflected off of his spear. And he didn't get injured. Froggy jumped back down. But the... The King Arthur grabbed the pizza as Froggy was going down the stairs, sliding down the banister. And Froggy was like, no, my pizza, pizza. And the guy took a big bite of it and said, nothing can beat the round table pizza. And at that moment, Froggy threw his spear and it hooked right through the pizza and took it right out of the dude's hand. And then the spear fell all the way back down to the ground. Froggy grabbed the spear and ran out into the streets and said, Well, see you later, dude. Little Caesar's pizza for life. And the guy was like, No, round table pizza for life. And don't you forget it. And so he ran away. And he was like, Man, I haven't gotten any candy yet. All I've gotten is into big, huge trouble every time. And so then he knocked on the next house. All the friends were on it. And Froggy's like, there's no way I'm going to get into trouble at this house. And he opened the door. And inside, everybody was just dressed like game pieces. And they're like, oh, that's kind of a fun idea. No big deal. And they're handing out candy to all the kids. Once again, all the kids said, trick or treat. Oh, so good. What are you guys dressed like? Oh, you're Batman. You're a Ghostbuster. You're a ghost. Oh, this is so good. And then, all of a sudden, you know, the chess piece was there. There was like a Monopoly piece. But then, right when Froggy was putting his bag out, asking very politely for candy, the next game piece walked out from that house, and it was a domino. And Froggy's like, oh, no. And the domino was like, what, Little Caesars? I only serve to Domino's Pizza. Get out of here, kid. And Froggy was like, no, I came all this way. I need my candy. And then all of a sudden, there was thousands of dominoes everywhere, and they all started collapsing in a line. You know how, like, when you set up dominoes? And the line was chasing after Froggy as he was running down the street, always one step away from a domino falling on him and squishing him. And he's like, ah, guys, what is going on? This domino is replicating into thousands of dominoes, and he's going to smash me. And the dominoes turned into a big wave of dominoes. And Froggy had to pull out his pizza and he started surfing on his pizza on a wave of dominoes. And he was like, guys, I'm totally getting barreled right now in dominoes. This is righteous. And while he was surfing on his pizza, he took one slice off the pizza and took a big bite out of it. And he was like, guys, now I'm eating my surfboard while surfing on dominoes. And all the dominoes kept shouting out. Domino's, Domino's, Domino's is better than Little Caesars. And Froggy was like, no, it's not. It's not nearly as hot and not nearly as ready. And that's the most important part. And it's still only in the $5 range at most locations. 
And Froggy was like, that's the best part also! And he wiped out and dominoes fell everywhere. And they disappeared like in a poof of Halloween magic. And Froggy was like, whoa, that was so weird, guys. So weird. And then all the friends were standing around and they were like, Froggy, I don't really know if this is really your night, dude. And he was like, I don't think it's my night either, guys. I think I might just turn in early. But then at that moment, came screeching around the corner. The real Caesar's Pizza delivery boy. And he's like, guys, I'm totally late to deliver a pizza. And Froggy was like, oh, I think I know which house you were supposed to deliver it to. Not the Domino, not the round table, but that next one there. He's waiting for a pizza. And the guy was like, hey, brother man, what a sweet costume. Are you dressed up like little Caesar himself? And Froggy was like, oh, I meant to say it was the little Caesar pizza man. So it was the little Caesar pizza man who was coming around the corner. And he was like, are you dressed up like little Caesar himself? That is so righteous, dude. In fact, you just won the grand prize. You won the golden ticket. And Froggy was like, I did? And the guy was like, yes. And he pulled it out. And Froggy was like, I've got a golden ticket. And he went into a whole song and dance number in the middle of the street. And all his friends were coordinated with the dancing and singing. And everything was going so good. And the guy was like, with this golden ticket, you've won one trip to the Little Caesars factory in Detroit, Michigan, where you can tour the whole thing and find out how they make all the dough, all the sauce, all the pepperonis, and you'll come home with a lifetime supply of free pizza. And Froggy's like, free pizza? Yes! This is the greatest Halloween ever! And he sang and danced all night long in the middle of the street. He didn't even get a single piece of candy that year. But he did walk away with a lifetime supply of pizza, pizza. Wait, Tristan? The end. This is the story of Bubby's Halloween Night. What kind of crazy adventures will Bubby the Bear be getting into today? Let's find out now. Bubby got home from school and he knew what day it was. October 31st. Halloween night was finally here. Bubby was so excited. He knew exactly what he wanted to be for Halloween. He wanted to be a skeleton. So he got a cool skeleton costume. He tried it on. He walked downstairs and he said, Yo, Mom, how does my costume look? And she said, Oh, Bobby, you look scary. You look like a skeleton. And he said, That's right, I am a skeleton. And she said, Oh, you'll be fantastic trick-or-treating with Junior Bear tonight. And he said, What? With Junior Bear? No! I was going to go with my boys. And she was like, your boys is going to have to wait because you have to take Junior Bear around the neighborhood. He's crazy about Halloween, and this is his first time getting to go trick-or-treating. You've got to take your little brother with you. And Bubby said, no, Mom, no. And he started to melt down. He's like, no, no, and started pounding the ground and kicking and rolling around. And she said, Bubby, if you don't pull it together this instant and stop this temper tantrum, there will be no Halloween for anyone. And so he said, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. That was immature and inappropriate. And I'm ready to trick or treat with Junior Bear. And she said, that's the spirit, my boy. So off they went. And Junior Bear, of course, copied Bubby. And he was a skeleton too. And so Bubby was kind of rolling his eyes like, oh, I have to take Junior Bear and he's copying me to be a skeleton. Uh, this is going to be a real struggle. But anyways, he decided to make the most of it. So they knocked on the first door and opened it was Mrs. Lizard. She was the mother of the lizard family and she said, Oh, hello! Two scary skeletons! 
And they said, trick or treat. And she said, here, have a delicious piece of candy. And they said, oh, thank you. This is fantastic. And so they went to the next house, knocked on the door. And opened, who opened it up? But Mr. Rabbit. And he was a dentist. And he said, ah, hello, me boys. I see you've come down to the neighborhood. What are you this year? And they said, we're skeletons, trick or treat. And he said, oh, excellent, excellent. And so he dropped some dental floss into their bag and said, yes, take care of your teeth. You know I'm a dentist and I always pass out floss. And they were like, inside their minds, they're like, floss, you got to be kidding me. We're trying to get some candy tonight. But out loud, they said, thank you, Mr. Rabbit. And they were polite about it. And they went to the next door and Bubby said to Junior Bear, Junior, that was perfect. You always say thank thank you, even when you get something whack like floss or like an apple or, you know, something that's not candy. Because you got to show the people love. You know what I mean? And Junior Bear said, oh, yeah, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. I always say thank you. And uh, let's get some more loot. So off they dashed. They went to several more houses. And by the time they got to the 10th house... They knocked on the door, said, trick or treat. And the person opened the door and said, oh, hello there, youngsters. Three skeletons. And Bubby said, and Bubby and Junior together said, three? It's just me and Junior. And that's when they turned around and there was one more skeleton there. And they said, hey, who are you? But they looked closer And it wasn't a skeleton costume. It was a real walking skeleton. And they both shouted, "Ah!" And the person who owned the house slammed the door shut, screaming, "Ah!" And they threw the candy in the air. And Bubby started to run. But Junior Bear got too greedy and started trying to catch all the candy. And Bubby was like, Junior, come with me. And Junior Bear was like, but all this candy. And Bubby said, but the skeleton. And the skeleton was trying to get Junior Bear. Bubby grabbed him at the last minute. And they were racing down the road. And the skeleton was clanking along behind them with his bones flapping in the breeze. And they were running so fast. And the skeleton started to laugh, an evil laugh. <laughs> I'm going to get you. And they were like, ah, help, help, there's a real skeleton. And they were so scared. They were so nervous. And the, the other kids on the block started to see them. And they were like, ha, 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 look at Bubby. He has to take his little brother around. And they're too afraid of Halloween. <laughs> and Bubby said, no, guys, look, a real skeleton. And all the guys looked and they said, ah, it is a real skeleton. Run for your lives. And the skeleton was just laughing his head off and he was grabbing all the candy because whenever somebody would get scared, he would just grab the bags of candy. And so everybody had to drop their candy and run away. And at the end of the night, Bubby ran into this house with Junior Bear and they slammed the door shut. And they said, Mom, you will never believe what happened. A real skeleton was out tonight. And he got everyone's candy. And Mother Bear said, You've got to be kidding me, Bubby. And Bubby said, No, I'm for real. There was a real skeleton out there. And then that's when Father Bear came down the stairs and said, Did you guys say something about a real skeleton? And Bubby said, Yes, Dad. And Bubby's dad said, I know about the real skeleton. He's been in these parts for years and years. He comes out every Halloween night and scares everyone and takes all the candy. He'll never hurt you and he'll never, he can never touch you, but he always goes for the candy. And then he disappears for another year until he comes out to spook all the critters in bear country and run away with the candy. But the secret is, 
Whenever you go into your house and shut the door, the skeleton man can never catch you. So they all sat there a little bit spooked, but a little bit excited. And Junior Bear was peeking out the window and he said, Look! And off in the distance, they could see a skeleton flying away over the treetops, cackling. <laughs> and in his hands, he had 25 bags full of candy. And he said, And a happy Halloween to all! <laughs> As he slowly faded away into the night sky. The end.